Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand finances, well, they can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone. You can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I am a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and your host for the next 30 minutes. Now, today is part two because we have been talking about family banking and the importance of being able to keep your money at home, not under the mattress home, but being able to have the money stay within the family. I mean, if you were going to go grocery shopping and your son owed a gro- owned a grocery store, wouldn't you want to go grocery shopping at his store? Because then the money stays within the family. If your son wanted, or daughter <laughs> wanted to buy a house, wouldn't you rather that they came to you for the money, paid you the interest instead of a bank, so that way the money, you got it, stays within the family? I believe that the best way to set this up, the best way to take advantage of it is through four steps. The first one is we have to understand those key financial concepts. I think that's kind of sad when many times I'll see people who are very excited to set up a banking policy. They're excited to to build wealth, but they won't slow down enough to learn these uh, key concepts. They're so busy trying to chase it that that they're not taking the time needed to really let it grow roots. The second thing we do besides learning the financial concepts, which is where we're gonna focus today, is then we have to understand, well, how do we design it strategically? And again, in order to design it strategically, you've got to know your finances. You need to know your cash flow. You need to know what your long-term goals are. When are you retiring? All the different components so that we can put together a plan that literally works for you. That's why sometimes when I hear about people who have tried to do this, they've tried to do family banking and they haven't been able to do it, a lot of times what I believe the problem is is that they haven't done the groundwork to learn how money works and then they don't know their own financial situation. They just see where they wanna go and they build it based on that without taking into an account where they are their starting point. The third area that we're going to cover eventually is not only do we want to design it, but we've got to figure out how do we fund it? You know, a lot of times people say, oh, that means I've got to get a second job. Well, slow, slow the cart down there. Maybe it's just looking at what you're doing now and finding how we can be more efficient. One of the things that I have learned as a certified financial planner is how to find the money. Where is money going right now out of current cash flow that if redirected could be beneficial to you? And a lot of times people aren't aware that, hey, I don't have to make more money. I just have to be more efficient with the resources I have today. And then the fourth area is we want you to be able to use it. There's no sense creating this huge family bank and then it sits there. (laughs) I've had to encourage my clients. In fact, that's why we're having, that's what kicked off why we're having our workshop on September 20th is because we have individuals who have their family banking in place and they're not touching it. So we want to show them, hey, if the kids are going to college or if you're buying a a new home, you're buying a car and you don't want to pay the, the high rates when it comes to the interest, What about using your family bank? So these are things we want to cover together. But today where we're going to start is we're going to finish up our discussion because last week we talked about the importance of understanding that there is a circle of knowledge. And really what it broke down to 
was that there are things that you know, things that you don't know. There is a blind spot that you have to be willing to expand so that you can shrink that blind spot. And then the sad part, which is what you thought to be true may not be true. There are areas that you believe are true that I'm so sorry, but they may be wrong. Being of a humble and teachable spirit allows individuals to say, okay, I'm all right with this. It's not a reflection of you. In fact, I think more when you have that arrogant, I'm not going to change attitude, that's more a reflection. But being wrong about something and being willing to say, oh, I didn't know that. That's what we want to bring to the table. So what I'd like to do, and this is a great test for you, is I'm going to go ahead for, I'll walk through this for those of you who are on radio and on my podcast. But I want to start with a little game with you because this game is, is your income common or uncommon? And here's what the whole point of the game is. I want you to get to the place where you look at these answers and you can either say, yes, I believe that or no, I don't. And then I'm going to show you the real answers. And if you get to the place where you're like, well, I don't think think that's true, then that might be what we were talking about just a moment ago about being unteachable. But if you get to the place that says, wow, I didn't know that. So if I didn't know that, what else don't I know? And how can this help me? So let's go play the game together. So one of the first things that we're going to talk about, and I have the studies from 2023 from the IRS. So we're talking about January 2023. This is very current. And I'm just going to start right here for the top 25% in the nation. If you thought, hey, top 25% in the nation, how much money would you make? Maybe you'd say, well, I think you would make 150000 since I can't hear you out there in video land. I'm going to put in some numbers that I hear. Now, I hear that to be in the top 10%, meaning you are making more than 90% of the people in the country. How much do you make? Well, people will say it's 250000 at least, Crystal. By the time you get to the top 5%, and you can see through our YouTube channel that I'm entering this number in here, people will say to be in the top 5% in our country, 500,000 at least. And by the time you get to the top 1 million, uh, top 1%, it's a million dollars. So if you can look online, you'll see that we have perceptions of what we think is true. Now I wanna go through and show you what the reality is. If you were in the top 25%, now this is updated studies because we've done this game before on the radio. This is as of 2023, it shows $85,853. So I'm going to pause so you can understand what this means is if you are making $85,853 or more, then you're making more than 75% in the country. Now you might be saying, yep, and I'm just squeaking by. That's not what we're talking about. We're just saying, do you have the adjusted gross income of that? That's where you rank. How about if you were in the top 10%? Top 10% in the country is $152,321. I want you to think about that, couples. You got two incomes coming in. Are you making more than $152,000? Because if you are, that means that there are 90% of this country is making less than you. Your income literally is uncommon. But what happens is we're looking at all the bills. We're looking that there's not a lot left over. We're going grocery shopping. All these things that make it think that what we have really isn't that good. 
And typically what happens is people tend to have gravitate towards other people in the same social economics, right? Same around, they make about within 10% of each other. Top 5%, let me give you that number. If you are making more than $220,000, 220521 to be exact, then you are in the top 5%. And then the last one, which most people would say, oh, that's a million dollars. If you're making more than $548,336, that's right, you are in the top 1%. Now, what we need to do is when we look at this, I want you to go back to your circle of knowledge and I want you to think for a moment. Did you know that? Did you think, oh, I'm, you know, everyone has it better than me and yet you're making 152,000, so that means only 10% of the country may have more than you? We've got to start thinking these concepts because when we can understand that we actually do have uncommon income, then that means we need uncommon advice. It means we have to understand key financial concepts and what you see in your local paper or local magazine many times is meant for the masses, for the common income, and I don't mean anything bad by that, but I'm just saying that there are taxes situations that deal with this type of income. Let me show you. When it comes to the top 1%, they are paying, and again, this is according to the IRS uh, for 2023. <laughs> of course, well, I won't make any comment there. But it says that the top 1% of this country is paying 42.31% of the taxes. So if you're making $548,000, do you think you need some tax advice that is not what you regularly get by just picking up a regular magazine? Or do you need specified, how do I stop paying taxes advice? You need uncommon advice, which is exactly what we do here. Now, what if you're in the top 500,000 and above, I mean, top 5% and above? Now watch with me, and I know some of you are watching on our YouTube channel. And I don't want you to be confused by this. This literally is saying that if you are 5% and above, so they're including the numbers of the 1%, okay? So it's everyone, not in addition. 5% and above, if you're making more than $220,521, then the ta amount of overall taxes is 62.74% of the country's taxes are paid by them. Now, I know because of the clients that come into my office, there are a lot of you in that tax bracket. It may take two of you working together to create that combined, but that means 62% of the tax burden's on you. We've got to find ways where we can be creative, totally legal, it's not worth going to jail for, but there are creative ways where we can understand the law when it comes to taxes and position ourselves properly. Let me just do a couple more and then we'll move on from this. If you are in the top 10%, and remember we said that's if you have 152,000. So everyone, $152,321 and above, the tax burden there is 73,67%. That's the amount of taxes. And I'm gonna do the last one real quick. If you're making more than $85,853, then that means 88.51% of all the taxes in the country 
are paid from the top 25% tax bracket. And what I'm gonna do just for compliance purposes, I'm actually gonna print what is the source and you can see it on the screen and I'm gonna read it to those of you who are on my radio and podcast, that this is a summary of the federal individual income tax data and the most recent version values as of January, 2023 from the Internal Revenue Service tax statistics. So that way we've covered our compliance of where did I get that information? And for those of you who may have crossed their arms and said that can't be true, thank you for being so teachable because this is my example. When our circle of knowledge is threatened, we've got to see, just check right now, just check your spirit right now. How did you receive this? Did you say, oh man, that's pretty cool. I, I have uncommon income and I didn't know it. Or did you challenge it and say, that can't be true? Watch how you're doing that because this is so simple. And now we're going to start moving into more concepts that come with finances. And if we can't understand those concepts, if we're resistant to them, it could financially hurt us. So let's start moving forward. And what I'd like to do, since we've already talked about the circle of knowledge, is I want to start talking about two key financial concepts. The first one has to deal with the fact that you finance everything you buy. Oh, I can feel the hairs on the back of your neck standing up saying, absolutely not, Crystal. I do not. I pay cash for everything. Well, that, my dear, is a form of self-financing. So we do. We finance everything we buy. We either give away our money and we lose the ability to earn interest, or we keep our money stay in control of it, and then pay interest. I think where the disconnect for many people was when the banks were giving you point nothing, which they've done better now, right? We can get four or 5% sometimes for a CD. When the banks were giving us nothing, we would look at it and say, why would I pay 5% interest? And when my money's staying in my control, but I'm not getting any earnings on it. Well, you know, that's something to talk through because don't underestimate what the value of control of your resources are. That's a whole nother discussion. But getting to the place where we can understand, you're right, Crystal, we do finance everything we buy. What I'd like to do is I'd like to take a quick 60 second break. When we come back, I wanna give you an example of that so that we can really hammer this home. And again, maybe while we're on the break, if you're listening to this on the radio or on the podcast, run on over to the YouTube channel so you'll be able to see all the numbers there. And we'll be back in just 60 seconds with more Crystal Clear Finances. Are you tired of letting institutions make more money on your money than you do? <laughs> do you want to learn how to grow wealth outside the stock market? Then join us on Wednesday, September 20th at 6 p.m. for a free Creating Wealth workshop at the office of Crystal Clear Finances. Learn the steps needed to create your family bank and how to position and use your resources to work for you. Join us Wednesday, September 20th at 6 p.m. Seating is limited, so please call 518-433-7181 and register today. Hey 
And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. I want to thank you for joining me for the past 24 years. It's almost 25 years. I don't know where the time's gone, but you know what? I love what I do. I love being able to provide these financial gems to you so that you can absorb them and hopefully be able to say, okay, I understand how money works. Now I'm able to confidently make financial decisions regardless where it's at. That's my goal. Because can you imagine if we had a community of faith-based believers that wasn't afraid of money, that knew how money worked, the decisions we could make, the impact on our community? Boy, I better be careful because I'm going to start preaching. So let me turn back to what we were talking about before the break. But before we do, this will be my last shout out. Well, the reason why is because the workshop is this week. So if you haven't signed up, why not? This is a great way on Wednesday, September 20th from 6 to 7, where you can find out how to do family banking, how to use it. These are concepts that a lot of times aren't taught out there. Why? I'm not quite sure. Well, I have my ideas, but we won't go there. But the key is, is that you can give our office a call at 518 518- 433-7181. Get signed up. We'll have a sandwich waiting for you. That way you can be eating dinner while you're learning how to create wealth. Deal? All right, deal. So let's go back to what we were talking about before the break. Because remember, we're taking our time, we're slowing things down, and we're going over financial concepts, giving examples of these concepts so that we can understand how money works. Then when decisions come up, you can say, okay, I know this is how I'm going to make the decision going forward. So one of the things we talked about right before the break is we talked about the concept that you finance everything you buy. And I know a lot of people, they're very proud of the fact that they don't pay any interest. But one of the things that we want to understand is that every time you give that dollar away that you gave to someone else, well, you not only lose the dollar, but you lose everything that dollar could have made for you. And I can understand when you think, well, I'm only going to get point nothing in a bank, why you're tempted to do it. But understand, it's also about control. So you're either going to give away your control in an effort for what? to save a little bit of interest? What if we were able to maintain control and gain interest as well? These are things that we need to begin to really wrestle with and think it through. Don't make knee-jerk reactions and say, oh, well, I never pay interest. Well, then maybe that means you don't collect interest. And if we do it properly, I'd rather have tax-free, uninterrupted, compounding interest growing for me. Now, for those of you who are listening to me by radio and by my podcast, I want to encourage you sometime to go over to our Crystal Clear Finances YouTube channel because I'm actually going to walk through it right now. In fact, those of you who are watching me, you can see that I have in front of me what we call our personal economic model, which is just a fancy way of saying, hey, this is how money flows. It basically comes in in some form of income can be your job, could be a business you sold, could be royalties, whatever the form is that God uses to bring money to you, it comes in. And over the course of your lifetime, a lot of people will have a million, two million, three million dollars that will come through their hands. Oh, wouldn't it be nice if they just said, you know, I calculated what's going to be given to what you're going to make over the course of your lifetime. 
here you go. You can have it now. Sign me up. I would love that. But that's not how it works. What happens is the money comes in in bite-sized pieces, some bites bigger than others, but it comes in the form of a paycheck. That paycheck, as you can see on the picture that we're drawing, is stopped by the tax filter where the tax man takes his portion of it. And then the remaining can either be consumed and lost forever, right, in your current lifestyle, or we can take a portion and we can push it up into our savings or we can push it over into investments. So what you see on the screen in front of me is the picture of cash flow and it shows I've got some money sitting in a safe tank. Now, because compliance watches my videos before they can ever go live, hi, one of the things that we need to point out here is you can see there's a green tank and it says safe. This means that it's not in the stock market. Now, are there other types of risks be besides stock market risk? Yes, there's purchasing power risk. You've got inflation out there. You've got currency risk. There's a lot of different types. So when I say safe, it doesn't mean that there is nothing that can ever, ever happen to it. It just means it's safe from stock market being invested in the stock market or stock market funds. All right. So we're all good on that for compliance purposes. Now, let's take this and I'm going to demonstrate what I'm talking about. First concept that I said was that we either borrow from a lender and pay interest. So here's a picture on my screen. It's showing I have borrowed funds, big red, so everyone can see it. And it also shows that my future income is also red. Because when we're borrowing from someone, we're saying, hey, I want that. I promise to pay it but I don't have the money for it. So I'm going to leverage what I have to earn and give you part of that before I've even made it. That scares me. I don't like that type of financial planning because really what that would look like is that there would be no savings there. And it literally saying I'm in debt and now I have to work to pay off this. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the fact that I believe you should have as much in your savings as you're going to take in that debt. I just think maybe instead of just giving all your money to someone else so that you don't have to pay interest, you hold on to it and then make interest on yours. And that's what you're seeing demonstrated on my screen in front of me is that you can keep yours and pay them a little bit of interest. Or we can do it the other way, which most people are trained. And I wonder who trained them to do that. The bank's telling them to give them their money as quickly as possible. So you always work and give away all your money as quick as you can. Or would a financial planner be saying, hey, wait a minute, hold on to your money, get some interest on it, stay in control so that you're not at the mercy of the bank. You decide who says what. All right. So let's see a picture of how this works with money. Let's pretend I have that green tank, and I know you can see it on our YouTube. And in that green tank, I have $30,000. Not a huge amount, but not nothing to sneeze at as well. And I know that there's something that I want to buy that is $30,000. And we're going to assume that they're going to charge me 5% over the next 60 months. And so the calculated payment on that is going to be $566 a month. For those of you, 566.14, just to make sure we're precise. So you can see on the screen, that's what the choice is. You have 30000 in your bank. 
There's an opportunity that's going to cost you 30000 that's going to cost 5%, but I'm also getting 5% on my money, and it's going to be over 60 months. Let's look at this, how this actually looks in the scenario. And I love this because if you were watching, you'd see there's little chiclets that go across the screen. And it shows that if I, and I'm going to put pause for a second, see if I can pause it. What I'm trying to show you here is while you held on to your money, the financing slowly, the amount that you owed went down. What was leveraged against your future went down. But here's the key point. At any time, if life went sideways, I could have emptied my green tank and gotten rid of the debt. So my future really wasn't leveraged like most people think. You know, most people will get a credit card. Why? Because they don't have the money to cover that purchase. And now they've leveraged having to work their job to pay the credit card. They don't have any money in between to do it. That is not what Crystal Clear Finances is saying. What I'm saying is when you look to see what you have, what is the cost to hold it yourself versus the cost it would pay to pay them interest and hold on to the control? I'm going to pause here for a moment. Control is so critical in life. You have options when you have cash. And we have been trained to hand that over. What I'm contemplating or what I want you to contemplate is we have been trained to never, ever pay interest. Thank you, Dave Ramsey. Oops, did I say that out loud? But the truth of the matter is, if I am paying 3% interest somewhere and I'm making 5% and I'm in control and I can pay it off at any time, am I really in debt? Or am I being a good steward with the resources and making a 2% spread on my money? These are the things that we need to begin understanding when we're talking about you finance everything you buy because you're either going to pay someone interest or you're going to be able to earn interest on your own money. We want to understand that whole concept. Key there is who offers the most control. Now, some people say, but Crystal, what if it's not an even 5% is what I'm making on my money and 5% is what they're charging me? Okay. There are situations like that, and I know this may hurt to hear it, but I've actually said, huh, I'm making 5% on my money and I have to pay you 8 maybe 9%. And when I've gone through it, in my case, it made sense to me because I maintained control of my money. And while I got that other thing up and running, what I was able to do was hold on to mine and give small pieces so that I could pay it off at any time. But it gave me that room and it gave me the control. So just because it's not an even match, you can run the numbers. But remember, you've got to run the entire picture of control, who's got control of it, and where will it put you? You know, I think about the stress that is on relationships, on marriages, because what we do is we say, I am never paying interest. That's that arrogant, unteachable side that says, I'm never doing it. And we realize then that means we're giving away our seed. If I can keep my seed and I can grow it and cultivate it and eventually make more than what they're going to ask me for, 
then why doesn't it make sense to hold on to it? These are things that we need to begin to look at. So I'm going to show example right now on for our YouTube viewers that says, well, wait a minute, what if I just pay cash? Because remember, what I just showed you was I didn't pay cash. I held on to my money and it kept growing while my debt was shrinking. Well, if I pay cash, I had to drain the tank. I lost control of it. And now I am dependent upon my job to give me enough money to get back to where I was before. Which one is more stressful? Holding on to cash, knowing I could pay off the debt at any time, but I still am in control? Or the one where I gave them everything and now I'm at the mercy, I can't miss work. I have to do what they want. I have leveraged myself and I am over the barrel. These are concepts that we must begin to understand. So when we close this today, one of the things I want you to consider is when you look at your money, don't just think about the interest rate. Think about the control and understand a lot of it has to do with positioning. We've not been trained that. We've been trained to give our money away and give up our control and then we're at the mercy of others. I think there's a better way. If you're interested, then give the office a call at 518-433-7181 and schedule a free initial consultation with myself or my son, Five, and then join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you, and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through Alpha Star Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and Alpha Star are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.